Welcome to the Her Influence Podcast, calling women to rise in purpose and influence in your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts. The Her Influence Podcast is created on behalf of Gather Women by women in Canada for women everywhere to rise in their leadership influence wherever they are planted. A special thanks to our sponsor, Mercy Canada, restoring hope, transforming lives. And now, here are your hosts, Kathy Ostapchuk, Vanessa Hoyes, and Caitlin Say. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us for the Her Influence podcast. My name's Caitlin Say, and uh, I'm coming to you from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I'm especially excited for today's episode because I get the privilege of interviewing my friend, Kathy Ostapchuk. Kathy is a co-host here on the podcast, and we're going to learn a little bit more about Kathy and things that you wouldn't necessarily know about such a strong leader. Kathy has done a lot of incredible things. In fact, she used to spend a lot of her time in the world of arts, conducting choirs and orchestras and composing and and playing the piano. And she talks about this actually being a time where she really learned that when an orchestra comes together, when every piece comes together, that there is this greater good that can be accomplished. And, uh, And that kind of served as this framework for her to step into leadership development Development. And she talks about her coursework at Briarcrest Seminary where she received her master's in leadership and management. And it was this phrase by Stephen Covey's uh, Eighth Habit that was an epiphany to her. It's find your voice and help others find their voice. She says this is her call in life, developing leaders and helping others find their voice and their vision and their passion. And I know as a, as a personal friend of Kathy's that she has committed her life to this work. But in this particular episode, she's going to talk to us a little bit about power and where we find our power. And she talks about times in her life where she had to repeatedly place all of her power back into the hands of Jesus Christ and trust him to make his power real in her as she actually lays her own power down. I know that Kathy continues to demonstrate this and she's discovered that this is the most powerful form of leadership in her personal life and her professional life. So we've got more coming from her in just a few minutes. Thanks a lot for being with us today on the Her Influence podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us for our Gather podcast, Her Influence. Today we are interviewing none other than one of our co-hosts, Kathy Ostepchuk. Kathy is the catalyst lead for Gather Women, and uh, and she's really carrying the heart of this vision across the nation and this movement that is moving. And we're going to be chatting in this podcast about power and authority. And uh, Kathy, I'm thrilled to be asking you questions about this today because um, what I see is that you have provided places and platforms and opportunities for countless girls to use their voice in places of influence, to rise up and be seen and be heard. And that's a big passion of yours. You've spent a lot of your own personal time, investment, money, energy um, to bring this about for so many women who have gone on and done amazing things and been empowered through this movement of gather 
So I think the topics of power and authority are important to you. And, uh, and I think where you draw yours from is of key importance when it comes to the power of this movement. So thanks for sharing your heart with us. And, um, and maybe you can just share a little bit about where you do find that power and authority for us to start off this conversation. Absolutely. Well, the lessons I've learned over my life is that power and authority for me hasn't been what you would typically think. So when I was in the position of really thinking that I had zero of each, like no authority, no power, I would uh, be in a conversation where somebody would say to me, I was a worship leader at the time, but they they would say to me, I totally trust everything you say because you're so close to God's heart. And I would look around and say, are you talking to me that you would trust what I have to say, that Mm -hmm. you have that much faith in my discernment and, you know, in what I speak as as coming from the heart of God? And it was sort of a wake-up call to me that... um, I was thinking that it would look differently, like to be, have been given authority and to walk in that, I, I thought it would look different, feel different. I thought I had to be somebody different. Mm-hmm. And I was always looking for the other person that had it because I didn't think I did. Mm. But in reality, for all of those years, I actually did. Yeah. And I was cleaning my office recently and there was a lot of... Um, built up memories from the past, a lot of papers, a lot of things from university and seminary, but a lot of handwritten notes I'd received from people saying, you know, how my ministry or my serving had impacted their lives. And I don't say this with any sort of, you know, Mm. inappropriate pride, but just that I was kind of re-shocked again, like, Mm. oh, they thought that I did mm. that, and so it's so interesting when you think of these words that hold um, so much weight in our world. That you know, I think I could be in danger of having been given something and not stewarded if I didn't recognize, you know, through God's grace that I had been given something to use for His kingdom, and mm-hmm. I needed to be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. But it took me so many years of questioning God first, mm-hmm. like, "Are you sure?" Like, is it me or, and you know, what drove me really into, I think some real truth about it is that I'd seen people with authority and with power that I believed had both. And there could be some great, you know, uh, external manifestations of that, but family lives were not, were in disarray. And you could see some of the falls from grace. You could see some of the, uh, lack of integrity maybe in their lives and I thought oh you know is that who I have to become for me um it was a wake-up call when God really led me back to Psalm 139 Mm -hmm. and even in that my own birth experience so Psalm 139 says you know I have you are fearfully and wonderfully made you know there's an artist behind the making of me and so all of the years I would challenge God and say like why did you make me like this why did you make me so sensitive so creative so melancholy so this so that like what questioning the very making of me and realizing like the fear of God is what I should be um modeling like I, I I'm in awe and fear of a holy God and also I am wonderfully made so I should not be fearful 
on any man level or woman level, and I should be full of the wonder of God. Mm. And then even my own birth experience, which was not a pleasant one, there was a lot of, you know, my, my mom was ill, my older sister had passed away, my mom was depressed, she was, she was only two years old, and all this time I was in my mother's womb. And so I came out kind of like ill-fated to mm. live a life of promise and, and leadership especially. But then looking, you know, to back to God's original design and recognizing, oh, I'm made in his image. And mm-hmm. I think he just did a real work in me to turn this whole idea of, you know, do I have a right to be here? Do I have inherent value? But also if I've given you something, like open your eyes and do yeah. something with it. Yeah. Do not keep saying, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it's not me, it's somebody else's. Like pick it up, use it, steward it, unwrap it, give it out. Yeah. And so that's what made the turn for me and that's why I think these two words even are so important is yeah. what you do with what you've been given yeah but also if you want to go seek it for your own good what can happen yeah there's lots to unpack absolutely yeah your story makes makes a lot of sense um that you know there's these these forming of, of who we are and even your your story of, of growing up and sort of embracing um, all the different parts of yourself and accepting that that is who God has made you to be, um, made in his image. And um, also just accepting that his authority does look different than we think of authority in society a lot of times. Um, I think of the Beatitudes when he's actually saying it's the meek. It's the meek who are blessed. What does meek mean? It's actually, it's power under control. And so whoever that was who said that to you recognized that in you. They said, because you walk so close with with Jesus, there's this this authority, there's this trust um, that comes along with relationship with you. That's incredible. And it's also incredible to watch then your passion for for women to grow in this in this confidence in the in the calling in the boldness um what do you find most satisfying being the catalyst lead of gather um watching women step into it into their calling into opportunity into their giftings i think just a reframing of all of the things they thought about themselves that were actually not based on any truth, mm-hmm. whether it's theological or mm-hmm. family of origin or messages they heard, you know, they created a story about their themselves. And to see, you know, the, the Holy Spirit bring just shine such a light mm-hmm. on that and reveal it for what it is and see them take on actually the truth that was always their destiny has really nothing to do with me or with Gather. I think it's Jesus using us as conduits to reveal himself as you know the primary the primary source of everything in a woman's life i i i sense that in some ways and i don't say this lightly and i really don't say it maybe as informed as i should be it may be easier to live in a third world country where you are forced you know in a poverty situation or without the opportunity to dream or join a book club or take an art class or you know serve a nice meal to somebody where you have so little that you know, dependence on God is not a far reach because, you know, he's the source of everything. Whereas here, our sources are so many and so many, uh, so tantalizing that we are grasping onto so many things before we grasp onto God. And so for me, like it was always grasping onto performance. Mm -hmm. And really when I talk, think about authority and power, you know, if I could create a great performance with a lot of people on stage, um, 
it was easier for me to grasp on that and and get you know complimented on that yeah um rather than no it's got to be Jesus and so it's hard to be in a first world country for a woman in 2019 2020 because we don't realize how watered down our existence has been with everything else in our filter we let everything else in first and then we squeeze God in last yeah and so when God takes up the primary space and becomes the source of that authority and you recognize it and see it and he gives you the power to walk in it yeah um it's very different life than putting him in last right and you're experiencing that and you're doing it and you're just calling women to join you on that journey of seeking the the true power source first how how do we begin to even um how do we begin to walk in that um you know how do people make that shift when they recognize i've been drawing power from things that are not jesus um how did you make that shift I had a defining moment in an elevator. Okay, <laughs> so, that's where it happens. Yeah. Get stuck in the elevator. It gets stuck in the elevator. It was a hot, sticky day in Toronto in the summer, and I got in the elevator after a lunch downtown Toronto, and I was moving really fast, so I needed to get home. I needed to pick up the kids from school and check in my phone. I got in the elevator, pressed the buttons, and it would not open. And I was in a hurry. Like, I was always in a hurry. My whole life, I would leave my kids at the grocery store and take their groceries home because I I was in such a hurry, I would forget (laughs) them. And I was in danger of really uh, hurting myself and others Mm -hmm. because I was just so moving so fast. So the elevator wouldn't open, wouldn't open, wouldn't open. And finally, I feel like God, you know, literally said to me, that's not your door. And I just turned around me and it was a two-door elevator and the door was open behind me and it was such a defining moment where I stopped and it was it was like a few seconds really but he spoke so clearly and said it's got to be different when you leave it's it's got to be I'm not I'm not letting you through that door I'm going to shift you so that's when the door to the arts sort of closed and the door into leadership sort of opened. Mm-hmm. But I fought it because my whole identity was based on performance, yeah. how well I could perform. And I think for so many women, maybe women listening, you know, where's your identity based? Yeah. And where do you think authority and power really comes from? Yeah. It's it's not what you think God must God delegates it to you. And for everybody created in his image, they have been given that authority just by nature of being birthed, you know, as his image bearer, but also once you become into the family of God, oh my goodness, you have access to everything. And then if you, if you, if you are confident in that, people do start following you, not for what you can do, but for who you are. And you don't even notice it sometimes, but then you also need the ability to do something. You also need to be confident. You need to be able to deliver you know, on something, if you say, I want to, I want to shepherd you, I want to mentor you, then you need something to bring to the table. So there needs to be a well there, a well of, you know, competence, expertise, experience, or just a willingness to share your story. Yeah. So it's not good enough just to have authority. Yeah. Or just to have power to do something. I could have a name on the door. I could be a pastor, a ministry leader. I could be in the marketplace. But if I actually don't have the power to make anything happen. Yeah. You, the ideal is to have both. Yeah. 
Yeah, you talked a little bit about earlier how um, some of the people that you saw in leadership or in places of great influence, um, you saw all of this competence maybe in one area of life, which might have been work. But then you actually saw things were falling apart in other areas of life, like maybe family life or home life. Um, but that when you were able to make that shift and that pivot, I'd ask you, how did that change your world when you began to replace where you where you drew power from? Well, I think like most people, um, the biggest change happens to you. It's not something you go and decide, I'm going to change my whole life, hmm. you know, because you just want to hang on to it. And so my hands were so tightly wrapped around that, like mm. one finger at a time, yeah. one painful finger at yeah. a time. God was just saying, I'm taking that from you. Yeah. And so when you finally realize, okay, this is this is what's happening. I really can't do anything about it. And you start to surrender to it. Then you go into this position, uh, this time of transition. And it's a time where you think that you're lost I was this, I don't know what I'm becoming, and so what is this all about? Yeah. But it's actually the time God has given you as a gift to find out who you really are. Hmm. So that's when you take the personality test, you do the Enneagram, yeah. you you look at your lifeline, what frees me, what you know, what what points froze me up, you know, family of origin. You start to explore even your birthright gifts. What am I passionate about? What makes me cry? What makes me, you know, laugh? Yeah. And in that time, I had had an experience at a leadership training event where we were given blank pieces of paper and we had to draw the vision for our lives. And again, my whole mindset was performance and music and composing and conducting. But what I drew were stick figures of women coming to the face of Christ. And as they stood there, a veil was drawn and they saw his face not as who they thought he was which in my mind he was always judging and saying you can do better mm -hmm. but for who he really was mm -hmm. and as they stood there he's he his finger came out and he wrote a new name on their forehead and he mended their broken hearts and so wow. that happened to me mm -hmm. I mean that was obviously a, a supernatural experience where I drew this and so just give me Jesus on the Friday night when the arena was full of thousands of people yeah. and they all at the invitation of Anne Graham lots almost everybody got up and came down to the cross and exchanged their shame for his glory mm -hmm. that was the vision being you know fulfilled and if he can do that you know in in that season of not knowing who i was and then mm -hmm. just saying hey just let me be i am let me do my let me do what i do best yeah and bring what you can bring and I'll bring what I can bring and it'll be good. And so it's, it's kind of sweet now, like to say, I'll bring what I can bring, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to take God's place, mm -hmm. but let him do what he, like, let him bring what he can bring. Yeah. And therefore, you know, the authority really does come from him because people look at you and say, well, I know that can't be her. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not me, it's God, yeah. but he's, he's allowing me to partner with him and you don't have to have, you know, successful performance to be able to qualify for any, you know, adventure, you just get to go with God. Yeah. And isn't it the truth that you can actually have success and performance mm -hmm. 
and miss out on true power and authority right. that comes from most high God. Yeah. And so I'm so grateful that he took you on the journey. <laughs> like you said, you didn't even take credit for the change. <laughs> you said, you know, it's like he, he just did it kind of to yeah. you and brought it, but you did choose to surrender. And I think in life, when we face the tough stuff, we get bitter, we get better. And I thank you for being brave, Kathy, and for getting better and for leading this catalytic movement across the nation. We're very thankful for you and all that you're doing. Um, I'll ask you one more question. Um, if you could hand a permission slip to our listeners today, what would you tell them that they've got permission to go forth and do? I'd say give yourself permission to go into uncharted waters where you've never seen the terrain before and let him do something new in that place. And very often that is places of transition. Mm -hmm. Don't be scared of it. It's the place that you are the most safe because he's going to guide you through and it's you know it's the caterpillar going into chrysalis and when it's time you'll come out the other side and you won't recognize yourself because you'll be transformed yeah and so don't be scared of that give yourself permission to go there there you go get out of the comfort zone exactly all right thanks so much kathy thank you caitlin thank you to our listeners for listening in have an excellent week and take care What a great conversation with Kathy Ostafchuk, the lead catalyst for the Gather Women movement. Just moving women to live with their real voices, their whole hearts, and their bold words. And I know bold words means a lot to Kathy. And Kathy, today we thank you for the bold words that you shared with us on this podcast episode. You said here... Our sources are so many and so tantalizing in in a first world country that we're grasping onto so many things before we grasp on to God. And you were vulnerable and real with us today to, to say that for you, it had always been performance, but then you came to this place where you realize it's got to be Jesus that I find that source of power and that source of authority. You said so often in life, we let everything else in first, and then we squeeze God in last. But you said when God takes up the primary space, it's such a different life. And you you kind of paved a way for us to, to look forward to that life. You said that when you start to surrender, you go into a time of transition. And this is the time that God's given you as a gift to find out who you really are. And so I want to say to you today as our listeners, if you've got an opportunity to take that gift from God, to use the time you've been given to find out who you really are, take it. Kathy told us today that she took time to ask the questions, what am I really passionate about? What makes me cry? What makes me laugh? Who am I at the fabric of my being? When I let God be God, you said it's so sweet now to say, I'll just bring what I can bring and I'm not going to try and take God's place anymore. And then the authority really does come from him. You said you don't have to have successful performance to qualify for God's kingdom. I am so thankful for that today. And I'm thankful for that freedom uh, to wash over every one of you as listeners today. And whatever that means for you going forward and for your week, may you be changed too as you think about God as your true power source. 
We want to thank you so much for the ways that you're sharing the content of these podcasts. And would you continue to do that with your friends or family or people you know who would find this content helpful in their lives to better carry out the purposes that God has for them? Send them texts, send them the links, leave a review here. We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. May you go forward with more power, with more strength to live with your real voice, to speak your own bold words, and to live with your whole heart. Thanks for listening to the Her Influence podcast. We'd love you to share this episode, to encourage a friend, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more on the Gather Women movement, visit gatherwomen.com. For free resources, circles, and events in your area, better yet, grab your girlfriends and register to join us live at the Gather Rise Conference, October 25th and 26th in Oakville, so we can meet you. A special thanks to our sponsor, Mercy Canada, restoring hope, transforming lives. And now, rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts.